positive. Never show any sign of weakness. Always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kolbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kolbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kolbaum, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you're here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. Uh, you know, it's August something or other, right? 2019. It's Tuesday. And as always, man, oh man, by the way, it's August 6th. Uh, we got a bunch of things to cover. I hope you're having a good day. We are pre-taping the show around 4.45 p.m. So the market's closed. We got earnings after the close, but earnings don't matter. Okay, they do. Okay, they do. But there are other things that matter more. And I'm sure you know what we are talking about. And we will cover that too. But first, if you do not get this show in your city, Go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com, you can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. We'll go to Twitter at GaryKolbaum. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary, articles we post. Charts of the day. I'd like to hear what we're doing. I'd like to hear what you're doing. Press the money management button. Press the subscribe button. Direct to you. Uh, email service, ConvictionLeaders.com. 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 Right there at GaryK.com. Check it out. One month free, ladies and gentlemen. One month free. All right. This is a show about you, everything that affects you through the markets, through the economy. You know, I don't know if you read that uh, in New York, they went to a $15 uh, minimum wage and a ton of businesses are firing people. You know, these are the things we want to make sure you understand. You know, life is easy if you're just logical. Politicians won't be, you know, $15 minimum wage. We're going to $15, $15 minimum wage. $15 minimum wage. But they all forget so simplistic things. Simplistic. It's simplistic. Who's paying that wage? Is it Bernie Sanders? No, it's not Bernie Sanders. Is it Elizabeth Warren? No, it's not Elizabeth Warren. It's business owners. It's business owners. Really, Gary. So it's business owners. So, so why is that bad? Oh, really? Why, why is that bad? I, I would have no idea why that would be bad. Why would that be bad? Oh, let's count the ways. Who are business owners? Who are they? And how did they get to be business owners? Oh, let's see. They went to school, a lot of them. Of course, some didn't go to college, but they went to school. They paid for their schools, or the schools got paid, parents, whatever you want to call it. They decided what they want to do in life. They thought they were good enough to go out on their own. They risked everything. Their time, their sweat, their toil, their hours, their psychology, their risk capital, or the loans they took out to run those businesses. And when they put together that business, they had a, okay, 
here's what our expenses are. These are expenses. This is our rent. This is how much we're going to pay for employees. This is our cost of materials or whatever else that we need involved. Equipment. Okay, now that we got that down. And then they think about, well, what can we do in sales? Hmm. So they put out this sheet that says, well, we think this year we can do so-and-so amount in sales. And this is what will get to our bottom line. Interesting, huh? So they ran their business, and they ran it well. And all's great. You treat your people well. You have certain levels that people come in at. And if they prove themselves, they move up. And up and up. You have some certainty. And you have some flexibility. And then comes Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. $15. But wait a minute. I, I, I own these three restaurant chains. And I have people here that are working that are students. And we deem them good enough for $10. But not 15 And if you change me to $15 without any productivity gains, it's going to cost me $50,000 a year without any productivity gains, which means I may have to do things differently. And, you know, I got 19 employees. Well, I think I'm going to have to go to 17. Oh, really? You think Bernie Sanders doesn't know that? Bernie Sanders has never had a job, never run a business. He's been in politics his whole life, living off taxpayers and pissing all over successful people that have grown their business. That's all he does. That's all he's ever done. Well, they did it in New York, and what's happened is they're firing people because they have to. Because to stay in business based on their own balance sheet, you have no choice. It was mandated. And that's what's going on. And they've done it in other cities, and the same thing's happening. And the same thing's happening. And the same thing's happening, because i got news for you. Business owners are a lot smarter than politicians that demand. That demand. And mandate. And confiscate. Government can be our best friend. And of course, they can be our biggest enemy. And we got a lot of big enemies going on. Which leads me into what happened today with markets because government got involved in the market again today. Really, Gary? I, I, I didn't read that. Oh, well, you, I guess you weren't paying a lot of attention. We do. So what we're going to do today is outline for you, and we don't do this often. We're going to outline for you a potential roadmap based on one thing and one thing only. Precedent. Precedent, P-R-E-C-E-D-E-N-T, based on we are finding out that the leopards do not change their spots. Simple as that. So up next, the leopards, the spots, the markets, and everything else you need to know. We thank you for being here, ladies and gentlemen. This is the one only Investor's Edge. 
It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And uh, welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Hey, the uh, market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. Uh, no gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Well, as you know, the market had taken a very big turn for the worse off of, you know, they say the China, this and that. Last Thursday, uh, the Dow was at 27,281. Thursday. It is still down 1,250 points from that day. But it was up 313 today on the Dow. In the Dow, for example, today, nothing up gargantuan, but Goldman Sachs, four. Three or more was Apple, Home Depot, McDonald's, United Tech, United Health, Visa. Two or more, DuPont, Microsoft, Nike, Travelers. One or more, Walmart, Merck, Cisco, Boeing, American Express. So good. S&P up 37, NASDAQ up 107, NASDAQ 100 up 105. Russell 2000 budged at the end of the day. Socks up 18, transports up 132. Advanced declines got good by the end of the day. Uh, more new lows than new highs on both the New York and NASDAQ by, by a lot. And I have yet to look at and I have yet to scan. Uh, market opened hot, was then down, and then something happened today, which we're about to discuss because it is of importance. Uh, at about, uh, was it about 11.45, somewhere around there? I'll have to get my bearings. Something happened today. At, at around 11.45, I think it was. But I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. I hope you won't mind. In fact, we'll do it on, on the next segment. I want to make note of a few things uh, that I'm just thinking about and uh, could be of importance or maybe not. I received dozens and dozens of questions because in the news is this China and uh, trade, in the news, and asking me just how much uh, does it matter. And uh, I very much understand uh, being asked because it, it does matter. It matters a lot. There's a few reasons why. I would suggest number one is that markets around the globe are watching. And markets that have been puffed up with steroids are more vulnerable than most. Number two, it distorts a lot of things. And we can talk uncertainty of markets, but I'd rather talk uncertainty on business. As I stated to you on the silly $15 minimum wage, how can business really plan? They can't. Why? Well, tariffs are paid by the business. So if you constantly are getting pushed around on what those tariffs are going to be, or if they're going to be tariffs, what I say to you about minimum wage. You don't know cost. 
slash expense. You don't know what tomorrow brings. You don't know manpower. You don't know supply. You don't know demand. You don't know profits. And you don't know if it's going to change again. That affects business. That's my worry. Now, I've been hearing from people defending tariffs, people that hated tariffs forever, and now they're defending them. Well, we've had tariffs on China for a year, and it hasn't affected anything. That is about as naive a statement as can be. Naive. Because they have. Economic growth around the globe has slowed down. Slow down here also. That's the worry. You've got to put yourself into the mind of the businesses and business people. Why I've always said to you, if I was president of the United States, low taxes, regulations, but a lot fewer than we have because you need regulations for some industries, and get the hell out of the way and don't say another word. Because the motto is, I've never been more optimistic on the people of this country. I've never been more pessimistic on the government. And look what's happened since they lowered taxes and less regulations. The economy accelerated. I know the Obamaites and the left are telling you, well, Obama started. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. In the seventh and eighth year of Obama, the Obamaites were complaining that the reason why things weren't stronger was because of George Bush. But now that it's accelerated, oh, it's because of Obama. So, again, politics always enters the fray. The bullcrap artists come out of the field. So that is my issue. Completely my issue. Real world issues. Real world issues. Not fantasy land. The real world of a man or woman, excuse other gender types, I see people get crazy over it, let's just say any person actually sweating their you-know-what's off running a business. So we'll see how it plays out. I have no control. I have no influence. Up next, my roadmap, my simplistic, imbecilic, moronic roadmap based on the hand being shown again. That's up next on this, the one and only Investor's Edge. You are listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. You got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. By the way, the Mets took a doubleheader from the lowly Marlins yesterday, are now one game above 500, and I think two games out of the wild card. Now, I've been saying it, and it hasn't jinxed them yet. They're just playing good ball, and they got some serious good pitchers now, and they play the Marlins again at home tonight. Wow. Okay. So do you know when you watch these shows, CSI, or the FBI from years ago, Ephraim Zimblish Jr. used to be on, or uh, all these other things. Uh, you know when you watch all these shows uh, that uh, investigate? Well, what they do is they profile you. They profile you. When I do radio, like I am now, what we try to do is let you know what we're exactly seeing and thinking, so here we go. If a bank robber, a bank robber, robs 10 different banks in the same city and wears the same thing over and over again, 
eventually he's going to get caught because he has a certain modus operandi. You can go look up those words. I think it's Latin. I gather that's Latin. Simple as that. They have caught many criminals because of patterns. And amazingly, they don't change their patterns, so they get caught, ultimately. Now, we are not calling the central bank criminals. We're not calling Jay Powell a criminal. We're not calling Janet Yellen or Ben Bernanke criminals. We're calling them, I'm going to leave that out. So I just want to go back, and trust me, we're going to get to a very important market point here, and I've done this before. I want to go back to the last quarter of last year and fast forward to today, and you'll see where I'm coming from. And again, we never used to have to do this. We never used to have to do this. It used to simply be markets telegraph the future, and they went through these patterns, and you know, So the market rallied into end of September of last year. The Fed was cutting rates, all's well. And then the market dropped, what was it, about a 11% correction? No big deal, because we were rallying and you're going to get corrections. And the Fed was doing their job and lowered rates and raised rates again. And then we rallied back up to where we're only down 3% from the highs and dropped again. No biggie to where you were down 8% from the highs of early October and rallied up again, so it was no big deal. Everything was cool. And into early December, we were hearing the Fed's got three or four more rate hikes into 2019. And then something happened. Not Trump castigating them. But the market had what we would call somewhat of a melting down. In a matter of three weeks, The Dow went from 26,000 to 21,700. Three weeks and a couple of days. That's some cake. 4,300 points. 14, 15% in three, four weeks. And that was off the high of the month before. So the Dow had gone from 27,000 to 21,700. 5,300 points. 19, 20%. The Fed changed their stance. Couldn't take it anymore. We, we made a boo-boo. We didn't know that last one would just crush the market. So the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, on that real bad half day, they floated after the close that the Fed may look to be a little bit more patient, which means no more rate hikes. Market bottom the next day simple as that. And the market rallied from January early into the end of April. And that whole four months, all you heard from the central bank was patient. We can be patient. Or we can be patient. We can be patient. And then the beginning of May, the market, depending on which index you follow, dropped 7 to 10%. And then, hitting the low on a Friday, that Monday we were sinking again. It was June 3rd. A man by the name of James Bullard, the St. Louis Fed head, was sent out into the media to state, we may be able to go from patience to lowering rates. 
the second pivot, big pivot, since the beginning of January. So this time, it only took a 7 to 10% drop for them to go to patients to actually lowering of rates. The markets bottomed that day. You seeing the pattern? Twice. But twice does it make a real pattern. But what about a third time? Because the market topped out very viciously Thursday during the day and dropped for four days. And may I say from Thursday, went from 27.3 on the Dow to 25.5 at the low yesterday. 27.3 to 25.5, 1,800 points. What is that, about 5 to 6% in four days? I've seen that a thousand times over the years. Now, back in November, December, the Fed couldn't pivot so easily because they told the world the rate hikes. They went through with that last one, by the way, I believe on the 19th of December. So they couldn't really, you know, they were already doing it and they couldn't lose credibility. So they had to do that raise. And then that stance changed within five days. Couldn't stand the market going. 7 to 10% in May to early June. Now we have a 5 to 6% drop in four days. Who was the guy they sent out the last time? I believe his name is Bullard from the St. Louis Fed. Today, nearing the lows, the St. Louis Fed head came out and stated, no, 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 we're not making it up. We're not making this up. The St. Louis Fed came out today and said further rate action desirable. You know what the market did from there on to the close today? That went up 250 points, even more. Pattern. Next up. Outcome. Our thought process. Based on patterns. I'm Gary. This is the one and only. Investors at. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Oh. Investors A. With Gary Kopach. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. So, we now really have a pattern going. And in my estimation, our central bank, Jay Powell, is now making Bernanke look pretty normal. My estimation, my thought process is, wow, now they can't even wait four days and a 5 to 6% correction. Just so you know, the last one was a four-week correction before they sent the same guy out to calm the markets. So in other words, yes, I am saying, Jay Powell's having meetings with the Fed and the people and saying, Jim, go out and say these words. And the market has had this default setting. Okay, boom. Now let me be clear, as long as it keeps working, you know what you got to do until it stops. So here's my thought process here. Listen carefully. This is muy importante. Go look up the words. Next Fed 
meeting. Next Fed meeting. Guess what? The next Fed meeting is not till September 25th and 26th. Whoa, wait a minute. That's a bunch of weeks away. What do we do? That is a bunch of weeks away. In fact, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks away before the next Fed meeting, before they can lower rates again. So here's my take. Number one, if the markets cooperate, they will wait. If the markets do not cooperate, they will immediately do another rate hike because rate cuts because what they did is they just telegraphed it today. So let's make some assumptions. And I, listen, and you know I don't usually do this, but we have a pattern. We have a modus operandi. They don't give a crap about the economy. Well, they do, but they're not making moves based on the economy. It's all about the markets. It should be evident. This is not hard to figure out. It's staring you right in the face. Now, I don't know if the market's going to continue to rally due to the fact we've got seven weeks before the next Fed meeting. But the past two times didn't matter. If markets continue higher, they'll wait and then cut. If, for whatever reason, the markets recognize, wait a minute, they ain't going to cut for seven weeks. And we still have all these issues, real-world issues. And let's say the market tanks in two days. And we have another 500, 600, 700 points to the downside over a few-day period. This is a prediction. I can't guarantee you they will cut rates. And if the pattern continues, markets will go back up. Not sure how much. Because in case you didn't know, the Fed just cut and the market still got cheesed. Are we getting closer to the point that I've been telling you about forever? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And how do I know we're getting closer to the point of, uh uh-oh? Because now they're only waiting four days. Four days could not stand it. I will guarantee you that James Bullard would not have been sent out today to say what he said if the market had not dropped over the last four days. I'm going to guarantee you that. I know that's an opinion, but I can still guarantee you it. So now what I do is I make some assumptions before anything else. That A, they're going to do whatever to keep the market from going lower. B, because of that, I am scanning like a madman where the leadership is held, what's the strongest names, best reaction to earnings. And then we do the probing. And then if they turn them down, the stopping out, if it works, continue to add. There you go. That's it. Central bank-induced markets, 90% of the market now. Maybe more. Now the other 10% is the earnings reactions. But we had great earnings reactions and names like Google and still got slaughtered the last few days. So markets will matter. We will have a lot to say about this in the days ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Pay attention. We'll provide you with the leadership, but you know our stance. 
Have a great evening. Drive carefully when you get home. Do like we do. Simple. Make sure you hug your children. Good night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.